Dr. Johnston, second <gasps> guest. Our second guest. Our second guest. This is really cool. This is really, really cool. It's another milestone for us, but I am super, as with our first guest, you know, having a relationship with this individual, knowing who they are, knowing their expertise. We've even quoted Dr. Rick Gutierrez. Talk about him. Let's, let's, let's let people know what this episode is going to be about because it's so good. I think it's important to let them know what his credentials are. So um, he is an individual who has a background in applied behavior analysis and yes. then went back to get his doctorate in IO psych. Yep. Passed the boards and is a licensed psychologist today. Right. So in that, then I think going back and learning, and I think he mentions in the episode about two years he's been dabbling in positive psychology. I think, yes, yes. With yes. the intent to impact associates and participants through using the modality of positive psychology, which was really cool. Yeah, yeah. I love the, the way that you described his background because you can really see understanding what motivates an individual, right? And understanding behavior. And then as he continued his journey into leadership, uh, leading organizations that supply these services, that industrial organizational psychology really opens up to in the workplace. How are we applying this to teams and how are we growing teams? And what does that look like? Being a licensed psychologist, also having that understanding of how it all works and, and how to diagnose and then design an intervention. So he's just, we love him. We love him. He's so good. He's, he is so, so good that I'm excited to have him this time and have him back for even more. Yes, me too. So we hope you enjoyed. He does give some tips on things you can take forward if this concept is new to you. Yes. So very exciting. And we, I think, are officially in the business of having guests. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. So <laughs> keep tuning in, right? So you can see who's coming out next. That's right. Talk soon. Okay, now we're recording, and that's why I should always be recording. You two started going off, and it went... Did I, did I shut the recording off? No, I did, because that was the plan. We said... But you just said that we're supposed to always be recording. Everything is content. Everything is content. Well, I wore this short, this shirt for you guys. I, I, I love it. You matter. I love it. A lot. A lot. I love it. And you said you're doing this with... with, with your peeps, but tell us more about that again, since we yeah, so but now we do. Super important to just make sure that not only are we focused on the people that we serve as customers of our organization, but we're also taking care of the people on the team and being very intentional about making sure that they understand that each and every one of them and their role matters a lot in the services that we provide and making sure they take time to recognize that. Do you think, and because when we were talking just a few minutes ago, before we hit record, um, yes. we were talking about that, a change, right, in our mm -hmm. industries that we had been so client-centered or, or person-centered on the services that we were providing that it was kind of like self-sacrifice, like, I'll do whatever I have to call, you know, I'll yeah. work those 20 hours. And what do you, mm -hmm. what do you think the change has been that's led us to to have because leaders like yourself are acknowledging something has to shift. So yeah. what do you what do you think it was? I I think two things happened at least for me. The first was um and both of you know that we started kind of 
providing services in the crisis space and started operating a crisis line. And um, that meant that the people we were serving were all in crisis. And this was all that the team was working on. And there was really um, just kind of this thought that how, how do you continue to do that every day of the week, every day of the year, and keep yourself in a position where you can keep doing that work really well, right? And so that led us down this journey of seeking out information on how to really pursue wellness for the staff. And that's where we really kind of latched on to um, some of the work in positive psychology. Around the same time, we were invited uh, by an organization back on the East Coast, Proof Positive, to, to help teach us a little bit more about this subject. And they've been very great partners in giving us content that we've been able to use and share throughout the organization. And I think that it's just something that makes sense. It feels right. And it really does make a difference. And I'll tell you that we had, um, we run triage every morning and there was a discussion about, you know, do we want to continue to do some of these activities or do they, do they fit like feel forced? And there was a quick we want to keep doing this from the staff, which was really great, right? So that this, it really is making a difference in kind of their wellness as well. They're bought in. They're they're liking it. They're seeing the difference. We say we drank the Kool-Aid. I know. <laughs> yeah. We're all in. I love that. My team's going to drink some of the Kool-Aid. So we were able to be beneficiaries of some of the things from Proof Positive. So it's kind of been trickling throughout the organization. And then um, coming soon in January, Dr. Gutierrez is going to do a full presentation for my team on positive psychology to give more of the the underpinnings of it. I think as clinicians, we're trained to be strength spotters, right? That's the goal. We, we're taking strengths and we're utilizing them to build on. And then to everyone's point, to do that more with associates as well. So interweaving both of those and then giving the the leaders the background. I was going to say, this is like the perfect setup because the two of you are more on the same page with it, but I'm learning about it. So I'm our listener right now. I need to hear more about what it is and how it works and, and that kind of thing. I think one of the things that I recently learned about the strength spotting specifically was it really is tapping into values. And when we say strengths, we're not talking about specific behavior or things like I'm not talking about your strength in playing the piano or making a great meal. I'm talking about some sort of um, quality or value that you really embrace that you put forth in order to really do the work that you do well. OK, yeah, I was thinking like my strength, like in like Excel or like that kind of thing. But that it's, that's not it. That's mm. not it at all. And it'd be really both. Cut you off. No, that's OK. I was just going to I'm just being a tax buster. I was just going to give us track with a little outline that I got going over here, but I'm going to just really try to kick in the type B. But just real quick question. So Can't it wait. could be both. Could It could be both, correct? Values and specific behaviors. And like it, it could be both, but I think in the context of what we're talking about within positive psychology, we really are focusing more on the value side, right? So we're looking at things such as humor and appreciation of beauty and excellence versus kind of more skill-based strengths that you might focus on. Okay. Love it. Okay, so that that's something that you've definitely brought, introduced, and are expanding in the organization. The other things that I was hoping you could expand for our audience and myself as well would be Perma Plus and mm -hmm. Joy. Joy. Okay. Well, Perma Plus is this foundational model that exists within uh, positive psychology. So um, they, each of these letters of the word Perma Plus stands for something. So P stands for positive emotion. E is engagement, 
M is meaning or mattering, like the t-shirt says. And um, R is relationships. And then A is achievement. And that plus, you hear kind of different meanings for it, but it really is vitality and also like kind of focusing on physical wellness. So making sure you're exercising, you're eating well, and you're sleeping well. So the thought is, is when you have balance amongst all of these things in your life, you're going to feel happier. You're going to experience happiness and, and, and joy, and you're going to flourish. And I think what's different about positive psychology is other approaches in psychology really focus kind of on deficits or symptoms that are identified in the DSM, whereas positive psychology is going beyond that. It's taking you beyond those skills that are things that you're trying to maybe get rid of or build upon and take you beyond that to pursue happiness, right? So if you are um, with a deficit perhaps and you need to learn how to do something and you get maybe to that baseline, or if you're experiencing depression, the absence of depression doesn't mean you're going to be happy. And so it's a totally different science. And that's where we're trying to tap into something different. I drank the Kool-Aid. You had me at the PE. I mean, with the positive <laughs> and the engagement, I was like, okay, I'm in. Like, okay, I'm in. I'm in. You got me. This is awesome. And and when you're working on your when you're working from that perspective on yourself, um, let me ask this. Sorry. This is something that can be done in isolation, but can also be done as a team. Definitely. Absolutely. So the character strengths is a great place to start, right? So everyone can take the via character strength inventory that's available online for free. And you understand, first and foremost, what are your strengths and how do you use those strengths in your day-to-day -day work? And then you learn about the strengths of your teammates. And when you see them using their strengths, then you call them out and that's part of the strength spotting, right? So one of the things that we know about these character strengths is likely when you are what we call, we call it flow, um, which means you're doing your best work. You're getting lost in time. You're just, you're, you're doing something and you're really engaged in it. And you're, you know, before you know, it, three hours have passed, likely you're employing those character strengths. And so the more that you, you learn about them, you can do things like learning how to use the character strength in maybe a different way at work. See, I heard flow and I thought of, you know, Missy, misdemeanor Elliot. And when she, you know, gets into flow with lyrics, right? So that That's makes right. sense. Okay, I'm in, I'm in. I'm going to get in the flow. And when you, you, you can do this assessment online for free, I heard you say. The, Correct. We probably have to share that link somewhere, Dr. Miller, and make sure that we get people there. And then is it, is it like a, group report that you get or how did you like how did you all share it together so you knew what you brought to the table but also what other people are bringing to the table that is a really great question you know one of the things that we when we were learning this content we were in the middle of the pandemic right so we weren't we weren't grouping in person it was definitely virtual meetings and we had we were challenged like how do we how do we do this as a group virtually and so um one of our teammates who um, really kind of just stepped up, we shared out all of our values. Everyone kind of, the, the, the character strengths, top three were shared across the entire team. And then one of our teammates actually created a word cloud and we created a virtual background for our team. And we put the word cloud with all of our character strengths on the virtual background so that we can see visually what are the strengths. And so we know that in... Um, and Dr. Miller, actually, she mentioned some of the materials that we got from Proof Positive. There's actually a, a big chart that you can post up in your building that talks about 
the character strengths and what they are for each of the individuals on the team. So just against that awareness. And, and when you, someone is strength spotting you and saying, hey, I really appreciate, you know, how fair you are or how funny you are. I appreciate your humor. Um, you know, the, on the, re- the receiving end of that, it feels good, right? It immediately kind of boosts up the energy in the room. Yeah. And that happens in real time, right? It's mm-hmm. I know sometimes when people start to adopt like certain techniques for dealing with their their teammates, it can feel kind of forced or like not authentic. But it, it because it's happening in real time, it's it is authentic, right? Yeah, I, I think so. I think the sell for us was a little easier, to be honest, because we saw the value in working with the people that we serve. Right. So we instantaneously saw how that could immediately be applied and, and be useful and really promote flourishing for that those individuals. But then we saw, OK, this works for us, too. We can absolutely adopt this. And really, again, we were working in crisis. This is all that we're doing and making sure that we remind ourselves like we, we can be happy in this work. This can be work that we can flourish and excel and really put our best work out there to serve these individuals that are, are not having their best moment. Much. I love that you didn't let the virtual side stop you, that you guys did it during a time when you couldn't be in the same room because it just shows that you can you can get it done with a non-co-located team. OK, Dr. Miller. OK, so we've talked a little bit about PERMA. We've talked about the character strengths, strength spotting. Do you want to talk a little bit about jolts of joy? Because I think that kind of folds into the PERMA. Yes, definitely. So this is this is going to be in the positive emotion realm, right? We want to see how do we how do we tap into the the positive emotion? How do we have more of that during the day? Um, when we learned about this, again, this was from the folks over um, at Proof Positive that, that shared this idea with us. We um, we went through the idea of kind of what what are some quick things that you do during the day that immediately kind of boost your happiness, bring you some joy, like just quickly, right? It could be things like checking Instagram. It could be running through the drive-through and picking up your favorite beverage at your favorite coffee shop, right? Like it could be, yeah, it could be going, you know, doing a quick, you know, five minute walk outside. It could be so many things and it's different for all of us. Where we applied this and understood the relevance with the people that we were serving at work was, um, you know, we're working with people with developmental disability. And I know when I'm feeling kind of, not at my best, maybe a little blue, and I want to turn that around, I know I can do these things and I can start to bring in a little bit more positive energy. But the people that we were serving don't always have the control to do that. And so, again, being intentional to understand what is it for that person that you're working with, that person that you're working with as a coworker that can bring them joy, right? Not all of us are going to have our best day at work. And if you know what brings joy quickly, to your coworker, then now you're in um, a role to be able to help influence that, right? To help pick them up, to be that teammate, to really help um, promote, you know, positivity and wellness and happiness. So it's just a quick thing that you know you can do that's going to immediately turn kind of that mood in the positive direction. I love that. So our audience is a mix of professions. So if we were to transition this conversation into a take home, so individuals that have not heard specifically of this language, but maybe prescribed to just in general positive energy and you're responsible for the energy that you bring into the room and those general foundations of all of this, right? What would you say would be two things that they could do this coming week to get themselves on a path 
for utilizing this with either their classroom, their nurses in a hospital, um, any any rendition of the corporate world as well. Yeah, I think uh, what I'd like to say is that this really what's adopted by the U.S. military, right, first and foremost, because wow. there were people that were going to combat and they were experiencing what we call a potentially traumatic event. Some people were coming back and having definitely post-traumatic stress, but other people were coming back and they were experiencing what we call post-traumatic growth. And so what's the difference? You have the same group of people going to the same situation and you have two different outcomes. And so when you look at the use of positive psychology, you can apply it to any industry, any workplace setting, and starting off with those character strengths and understanding first and foremost, what are your character strengths? How can you use them within the workplace? And how can you use them differently if you're already using them in the workplace is going to be one quick thing that you can do. And then to be a better teammate with the people on your team, understanding their character strengths, calling them out when you see them, you know, making sure they understand that they matter and building up that relationship. And then as we talked about with the jolts of joy, really understanding what, what would help to promote happiness for you on my team when I see you have a gazillion reports due or you had an intense meeting with a client or there was some malfunction of office equipment, right? There's there's so many scenarios that can kind of bring and suck the joy out of the workday and being that teammate to be able to step in and help notice and say, I see you, you matter, and let me help you get kind of back on track. It's great, right? Love it. I love it. It's like a whole, I mean, really, it's it's a whole culture unto itself, right? Like, I think I'm, I'm hoping a lot of human resources, people services, people are listening to this because it sounds it sounds like something that if you adopted throughout an organization would just help to alleviate burnout and build resilience and all that kind of stuff. Love it. Yeah, that's what the research is showing. Increased job satisfaction, reductions in, in turnover, turnover intention. Mm hmm. Because is that a word for the opposite of jolts of joy? Because I'd like to be able to call out people that are not jolting my joy. <laughs> Showers of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any of that. None of that. Sucking no. the joy out, right? Like that's yeah. what I think the common lingo is. Yeah. Energy vampires. None mm -hmm. of that. We want jolts of joy in 20 Time sucked also. Terrible. <laughs> We really appreciate you sharing the information with us, and we'll be sure to um, provide your credentials on your introduction. But if anyone is, you know, stuck with us through this, you are a licensed psychologist mm -hmm. giving this information with a background in applied behavior analysis. That is correct. Yes, I definitely have um, am newer to the positive psychology, been looking at this and practicing this for a couple of years now, but definitely see how it's applicable to the workspace and really helping to inspire folks to to use this because it's it's it doesn't cost money to do this this is easy this is something that just helps to promote connection with the people that you spend a majority of time with when you walk this planet so 90,000 hours we spend in our lifetime at work mm -hmm. why let's be happy let's be happy exactly. folks exactly oh i love it Find us wherever you listen to podcasts and please visit our website for resources at theproject-biglove.com. Be sure to like, share, rate, and leave a positive review. And if you don't have anything positive, no worries. You can skip that part. As always, questions and stories to share are welcome at theproject.biglove at gmail.com. 
Now for our legal disclaimer from Dr. Johnston. Best practice for change management is to be sure all parties are informed. Please be sure you discuss with your leaders or supervisors any ideas from our podcast today that you might like to use in your organization before implementing.